All right, folks, let's talk about events coming up. We got seminars where we talk for two and a half hours on pulling mechanics and lay out our entire argument for how to pull barbells off the floor. Next one up is going to be October 15th through the 17th in Wichita Falls, then December 10th through the 12th, and then February 4th through the 6th. For training camps coming up, we have a self-sufficient lifter camp with a couple spots left on September 11th in Wichita Falls covering the squat, press, deadlift, how to film yourself, and how to diagnose your own technique. Then the Seoul Brothers in Seoul, South Korea are holding two camps on December 5th. First a squat camp and then a deadlift and power clean camp after that. But if you sign up for both, you get 40 bucks off. We've added squat and deadlift camp to the list in Costa Mesa, California on October 9th at the Strength Co. And then our first ever camp in Brussels, Belgium on October 23rd, also covering the squat and deadlift. For three lift camps coming up, as of this recording, we have one spot left on September 5th for London. And then we have spots left in Baltimore on November 7th at 5x3 training. Finally, it's the 10th anniversary of the Charm City Strong Women Contest coming up on September 12th. That is a charity event hosted by 5x3, raising money for the Ullman House, which is a home away from home for folks undergoing cancer treatment. So check that out. Strong Strength Gyms has just added Tampa to the list, but we want to open more and we need coaches. So if you're thinking about coaching for a living or want to check it out, head over to startingtrainkgyms.com and check out the coaching tab to learn more. From the Asgard Company Studios in beautiful Wichita Falls, Texas, from the finest mind in the modern fitness industry, the one true voice in the strength and conditioning profession, the most important podcast on the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, starting strength radio welcome back to starting strength radio it's friday and uh every friday friday note the pronunciation it's not friday it's friday i never i just continually fascinated by people that insist that Friday is not the correct pronunciation of the day. That is the correct Friday. Friday. I think you inadvertently said it correctly just now. <laughs> Friday? You know what everybody said? I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm confused now. I don't know what to if believe. If I were using my radio voice, I would say Friday. But I'm not using my radio voice. I'm just talking to people. This is a conversation. Today we're going to have a conversation with those of you who call in uh, to the show to have a conversation with me. Now, you know, I've had a lot of comments in the past about when I, when I have people on the show, have guests on the show, that uh, I talk too much. And they seem to be thinking that I'm supposed to be doing an interview. I don't do interviews. I do conversations. I am not Terry Gross. Try to keep that in mind. I'm having a conversation with people. And if they don't want to talk, well, somebody's got to talk. We can't just sit here and look at each other, you know. That wouldn't be interesting now, would it? So sometimes I talk, sometimes they talk. Sometimes I talk more than they do. Sometimes they talk, talk more than I do. And that's just the nature of the situation here. Right? Who's Terry Gross? Oh, that little <laughs> nasty 
creature that runs that show on NPR that's the greatest interviewer on earth. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Why everyone else pales in comparison to Terry Gross's prodigious interview talent. Prodigious is not a uh, term that's ever been applied to Terry Gross before. <laughs> I'll bet. Okay. So, let's get the ball rolling here. With everyone's favorite. It's good reverb on that one. Good. Boomy. Real good. Yeah, I can do a reverb, can't I? Yeah. One of the things you're actually really good at. One of the few things I'm actually good at. Okay. Oh, we're we're graced in the comments from the haters today with the expert, Amab Kumar Das, who, in reacting to our learning to squat video, says, "This is a good morning involved squat." not suitable at peak loads. I could say from my previous squat mistakes, straight bar path. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just reading it. The most optimal squat, which is lacking here, leading to a good morning squat. This individual is obviously a coach of considerable experience and talent. Yep. Right. All right. RNS74 says, is this guy sunburned or ready to stroke out? Dude is red and pink like no human being I've seen. All right. He's now, new. Well, I, I, really, I, I want to revisit this. Is is this not racism? (laughs) To refer to someone's color? Is that not racism? Not if your base color is white. What do you mean base color? Your base color. Look at (laughs) your base color. Look at the the back of your knee is white. The back of your knee. Well, mine is is two. That was a bad example. I should have showed you (laughs) the palm. But the back of your knee is probably white. What color is the back of Kamala Harris's knee? I've never looked. A lot of one people is white. Have. <laughs> one's white. A lot of people have seen black. that. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I, you know, but but you say something like that about Kamala Harris and you're a racist. Yet I can freely be called pink or red by any motherfucker with a keyboard, and it's just fine. It's just fine, man. And I, frankly, I'm tired of this. You know, I yep. mean, I got feelings. Look at the shirt. Right? Rip, you're trying to Look you're trying to apply logic to a double standard. Oh, you can't yeah. do it. Oh, I forgot about the shirt. 
I'm serious. Pink lives do matter. <laughs> you too can own one of these. In you fact, buy them from fact. the store at startingstrength.com. Yep. Bree will pack it up, ship it to you the next Bree, day. Bree, if you buy this shirt, Bree's hands have been on it, all over it. Yep. She'll put it on if you put an extra tip in there. If you put a tip on there, she'll take her shirt off, put this shirt on. Do a lap take around the off, warehouse. Take it off, fold it. Well, she does a lap around the warehouse first. Lap around the warehouse so there's some sweat right. and some Bree sweat on it. Yep. Then she'll take off the shirt she was wearing around the lap. You take your bra off, too, or just yeah. takes off the bra so that her little titties have been <laughs> in contact with the inside of the shirt, sweat, the whole thing. Then she takes it off. She the folds it neatly and puts it, in the, puts it in the package and sends it to you for a tip. You know, how much is the shirt? $24.95? Oh, less. So it was $20, right? It's $20? Bucks? Is that all bucks. it is? Yeah. We got to re- that's we're not here to make money, Rip. No. No, no. We're not here. We're not here for the profit. Why that'd be wrong. Right? <laughs> so anyway, back to Anyways. racism. Back to racism. You fucking assholes think you can just insult me and call me pink and shit. I'm thinking about holding a riot. Those are called protests. Mostly peaceful. Peaceful. Mostly I'm just going to find a bunch of other pink people, and we're just going to... Steal some TVs. We're going to set some shit on fire and <laughs> steal a TV. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, my God. Okay. Ronald Roboledo. Roboledo. Ronald Roboledo. <coughs> says... This is in response to the how-to deadlift. Uh, In-depth on the deadlift with Mark Ripitone. This guy really thinks highly of himself. Tiny little pretentious. It's misspelled. Pedantic. He spelled pedantic. Right? That pedantic, right. Man-child. Man-child. Tiny little. Okay. Oh, here's a guy. PR says, I can't really, uh, no, I really enjoyed this week's starting hearing radio. Can't help but notice how agreeable Rusty always is. But I guess you can't help but tread lightly when you're a grown man with size seven feet. No lie there. That's so hurtful. You know how ashamed of his feet Rusty is? (laughs) <laughs> nasty to rusty jesus okay rounded back deadlifts ftw this is uh in response to my 500 pound deadlift that was recorded on my 60th birthday more than five years ago no, it's a kyphosis. It's not a rounded back deadlift, you stupid ass. <laughs> All right, an FTW, does that mean fuck the world or for the win? For the win. How do you know it doesn't mean fuck the or world? Or fuck the world, it's either one. Is it used as fuck the world yeah. sometimes? Yeah. 
Is if, it really? If you're a dirty looking biker and you got that on you, tattooed on you, it oh, means really? fuck the world. Yeah. I didn't know that. Fuck the world. Yeah. Why would one be of the opinion that they needed to say fuck the world? Well, he probably meant for the win on that one. Are you talking about just bikers in general? No, I'm just talking no. about people that mean fuck the world when they use FTW. The whole damn thing? Everything. Just fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. Have you seen That's the way the ass. world's doing right That's now? That's badass. <laughs> yeah, the it world is, is. The world is pretty fucked yeah, right you now. You got a point there. It's like the guys with the $50,000 motorcycle that, oh, have, yeah. that have the, uh, what is that thing called that hangs off the handlebar that you're supposed to be able to take it and whip a car with it or oh, whip somebody yeah. with it? You know what I'm talking about? Those big, I, big tassels. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, on big, a motorcycle. In a big, these guys will have a big leather tassel with a weight on the end of it, so it's a it's a, a weapon it, of some kind. Bash out to bash a car. So it's like a it's like a sap for for motorcycles for that against cars. Yeah, but this same thing on a forty thousand dollar bike that this well that'd be more like a blackjack on on the way to his you know right. There's a difference between a blackjack and a sap. There is, yeah. Yeah, it would be like a blackjack. It would be like a blackjack. Blackjack's yeah. – a sap has got a it's flat, a flat big, long weight. Big weight inside of it, yeah. In it. <clears throat> and a, a blackjack is a, is kind of long and more flexible. Right. And it's got a lead ball or something in the end yep. of it. You really fuck somebody up with one of those. Yep. yep. I guess that's why they're illegal, right? Not in Texas. Oh, that's right. I'm going to get me one. Yeah. Good luck. Mm-hmm. They're hard to get. <clears throat> Are they really? It took me eight months to get that one from the guy in Canada. I bet you could make one in about an hour. That's true. If you got the equipment. If you got leather and a Stuff lead ball and shit. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. I bet you can figure out how to. I'll bet you can put a bar of soap in a sock. Same deal. And have a blackjack. Yeah. They make a coin purse. Like a leather coin purse. Right. That's a sap. So you put a bunch of quarters in it. Right. Whack the guy across the base of the skull. Yep. Sleepy time. Yeah. Right. Okay. This is in respect. uh, This is in in reference to the barbell row with Mark Ripto. Not sure Dorian Yates agrees. Dorian Yates. Uh, Dorian Yates. <laughs> I wish Why we... would anyone be concerned about what Dorian Yates agreed to? Oh, man. <laughs> Dorian Yates is not who we train. Are you aware of that? <laughs> I wish we could get a... You a, know, we a, don't train big, freaky bodybuilders. I wish we could get a screen for you where you could see the the chat, <laughs> the live chat as you're going through this, because some of this shit is hilarious. Well, grab one. What's, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get you when I get These are people that are just typing. They're just on here typing. One fucking guy goes, Rip, do you want to build a house with me in Minecraft? <laughs> no. <Damn>. No. <laughs> All right. Start to the radio previews. Bitcoin and supply chain. That was me and uh, Ben, right? No, we were just talking about that was a clip from uh, yeah, from a, a recent episode. Oh, we were was. talking about Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. Was Who was talking about it? Me you, 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 yeah. You said something about 
Bitcoin. Maybe someone on a Q and A. Yeah, a paper Q and A. Yeah, it was a paper. It was a paper Q and A. It was yeah. the last one. That's what yeah. it was. Okay. Yeah. Uh, barbell training. Well, wait. Amir Mahajirani, financial expert. Yes. Famous. He has his own show on yep. CNBC. Barbell training turned into financial analysis. I am confused. I'm sure that you are quite frequently. Yes. And the insult of all insults from Sadat K training looks like grandpa forgot to take his meds today. There it is. And that's Okay. So now we're going to take your calls. Let me install my little headphone thing here. This one stayed in better last time than the silly-ass white. It did. Yeah. What do you think the reason for that was? Why did they got to be white? (laughs) Well, that's good. That's a good point. That's a good point. (laughs) That one's got a thing that goes in your ear. And it's black. It's black. <laughs> it's bigger. <laughs> Always. <laughs> okay. Oh man. <laughs> so let's uh, let's see here. We're gonna take comments. Take your comments. Questions. Questions, not comments. We already read the comments. These are actual questions. These are actual questions. This is where you <laughs> ask me shit. And if I don't know, Nick might. Nick doesn't know. Rusty's got some input. We'll make it up. Every once in a while, Bree's got some input. Yeah. You're not going to participate today? You just participated. Uh, True. So you (laughs) fucked up. All right. All right. Do the little uh, ringy dingy thing. You ready to take a call? Yep. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Let's tell the first guy he's got to gain weight. Get this. uh, Yeah. Gain weight, man. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey, how much do you weigh? <laughs> oh, I weigh 210. Oh, yes. And how tall are you? 5'10". Uh, You're 5'10", 210. That's not bad. Yep. That's well, not terrible. That's not bad. I mean, I think you need I, to gain I, some weight. No. <laughs> 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 All right. So who are you? I, Tell us your name. I'm speaking with John from New Jersey. John from New Jersey. The prison installation in the Northeast United States. I, at the moment, you're not wrong. Yeah, it's a, I mean, hey, it's better than Australia, right? I'm um, happy I'm not living there. Yeah, that's a, that is, in fact, they've reverted to prison colony status. Mm-hmm. That's a scary well, ass deal. That didn't take very long, did it? It's pretty quick. You can't even leave. You realize in North Korea, 
you can leave your house <laughs> if you want to. They're not worried about COVID in North Korea. <laughs> you can actually go outside the house in North Korea. Taliban's not worried about COVID either. Nope. No, Taliban doesn't even, they've never heard of it. Yeah. Oh, some guy got sick. Oh, he got better. <laughs> oh. A lot Shit, of I've had that him. happen too. Let's now cut that his head I think, off now. Now that I think about it, <laughs> let's rape his wife to death. <laughs> God. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That's the Taliban's version of treatment for Kirby. All right. <laughs> so what's your question? Uh, my mother shattered her ankle about three months ago in eleventh place. Eleventh place. So they're going to yeah, fuse. I just bought her, they fused uh, it, didn't the they? The barbell prescription uh, before she shattered it and had her going to the gym. Um, and I was wondering um, if she has like no ankle mobility in that one foot, what training would be like for her? Well, it's going to be uh, a problem. So they fused it at, uh, what, 90 degrees at dorsiflexion? Um, She's got basically a right angle down there, right? The bones aren't even connected, and it has to regrow back. So she's not even allowed to put pressure on it, and it's been three months. Oh, God. How old is she? 48. How did she shatter her ankle? God damn she fall off the roof uh, or she what? Fell in a hole. She what? She fell in a hole. She fell in a hole and shattered her ankle? Uh, the yeah, poor girl, was, uh, God almighty. Uh, she, she was going to take a picture of an uh, AC unit that was being installed, and her foot got caught in the front yard. In the front yard. You guys... <laughs> Do you live in an area where, like, mortars have been falling out of the sky and shit? You know, artillery craters? Uh, and... No. Oh, how weird. Um, that, that's, I, I'd say that's not even the worst part. Um, my, my, my stepfather has to get rotator cuff surgery. Yeah. Um, because he fell in a hole, too? Well, I'm more concerned about my father. All right, well... Uh, <laughs> The rotator cuff shit we've dealt with on the website all the time, but I've, all right, here's the situation. You're, when is she going to be allowed allowed to uh, put weight on her foot? Uh, we're hoping before the year ends. It, it might well, that'd be, be another, real good. <laughs> because yeah, re- realistically, be another two months. She's going to have a whole bunch of bone density problems. Um with the brilliant idea that she's not supposed to bear any weight on her skeleton for six months. Uh, this is, uh, how much post-op did you say she was three months post-op? Yeah, she had, um, two surgeries. Uh, they filled her leg with pins, um, and gone through like countless x-rays. So they've got, uh, she, she went into a third surgery. Um, and there's a chance that she might, if the bone doesn't grow back properly. Well, uh, so is she really honestly, actually not standing on that thing at all? No, she is not. 
she how she take a bath? Uh, she's got a little scooter to kick her knee up on it and roll over to the uh, uh, shower or something like that. Well, does she stand in the shower? No, she's a little like a tricycle um, that she can put her uh, knee on. So she can stand, but there's no pressure on the foot. All right. Now, she needs to do what her doctor told her to do. All right. But were it mine... I would be putting pressure on it because fractured bones respond to load. They heal faster with load. They heal faster with the movement across the fracture plane that the load provides. All right. Now, if there's a gap and the thing's trying to fill in, I don't, I don't know the particulars of this case. What are the fastest healing bones in the human body? Do you know? You got the collarbone and your ribs. That's right. And why? Because you can't stop breathing. Because they never stop moving. Right. Correct. And there is movement along the fracture line. And that movement along the fracture line is the signaling mechanism for the osteoblasts to secrete bone marrow and ribs stay broken about three, three weeks. Right now, other bones are the same way. All right. They all respond to some degree of movement. And I understand that the surgeon is covering his ass. All right. And, you know, far be it for me to, uh, contradict, um, what he says, but if I were her, I'd be loading it a little bit. And I think it'll heal faster if, if she does. All right. Now, your question is about later, what is she going to do with a fused ankle? All right. She's going to get some weightlifting shoes with a heel. And it, it might be that the heel needs to be three-quarter of an inch, maybe a little taller than that. And she can squat in a way with a with a with a fused ankle. But the ankle's always gonna be fused. You know, it's this is fucked up and it's not gonna it's not gonna get better. She can deadlift and squat to some limited extent with a fused ankle. And whoever shows her how to do this is just going to have to work through the problems with her. But if, if the nature of your question is what, what is the future of her training situation, that's what it is. She gets a shoe with a heel and she trains. She starts back just like she started the first day she started training and she goes up two and a half pounds of workout or whatever her strength level permits. Okay. Uh, All right. But you you wouldn't recommend like uh, two two days per week, uh, like let's say an eighty year old woman. No, no, not not for her. Okay. Not for her. She she needs to be trained three days a week as quickly as she can get back to doing it. If you can get her in the gym, 
she needs to be bench pressing and doing seated presses. She needs to be doing something. It, now, uh, you know. Right. Like, the instant she can put any sort of pressure on the foot, take her and start doing that because that would at least control that bone density problem you were talking about. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, the at least the rest of her skeleton can be subjected to load. Right. And there's a carryover effect even to the unloaded structures. Yep. You know, she, she creates an anabolic environment and starts rebuilding muscle mass and bone density. Is she in rehab right now? Is she in therapy for the ankle? Um, they got a, like, like one of those massage guns sort of thing, and that's what's stimulating the bone growth. Well, wow. they're, not, they're not loading her at, at therapy at all? She's like sitting no. in a chair the whole time at, at physical therapy. Yeah, the I mean, if you if you want to uh, address this with her, the minute that her physical therapist uh, allows her to <laughs> to stand on the leg, that should be the trigger to get her training, right? I mean, if, yep. if the the quote unquote doctor says it's okay, then it's like, all right, you know, let's if stand it was up. My mom, that's what I'd do. Yep. I think I agree. I agree. So, yeah, um, I'm going to address this with her more or less as soon as possible. Yeah. No, I think this, uh, you know, the quicker you get her back under some kind of a load, the faster she's going to heal. Yeah. Look, six now, months. Uh, of- then, and uh, the caveat here is that we don't know what her, the details of her surgical procedure. Right. And, I don't, you know, I can't give you any solid advice on it without knowing exactly what the hell the thing looks like right now. That's right. But, uh, but her sitting down for six months is not good. Her sitting down for six months is a real, real At 48, bad. yeah. At the age of 48, she's already a little bit osteoporotic. And this may just finish her ass off. And we don't, you know, that's, that's I, you know. The, the surgeon is not apparently well that's uh, not his concern sufficiently concerned that's not his concern that. yeah right. it's not his concern his concern, his concern, is, concern is the ankle exactly that he repaired and that's his only concern yep. right but she's got other concerns yep. and you should too yep all right well tell her i'm okay. sorry tell her i'm sorry and uh, no i appreciate your uh, advice but uh, she needs to get under some load as quick as she can. That's my advice. Thanks for the call. Oh, that's a that's a terrible deal. Shattered ankle, the age of forty-eight, female. Yep. The idea is to not let her make that uh, the thing that sits her on her ass for the rest of her life. Yeah. Right. Because right. how many dudes do we know who get a back tweak or a. a Bad knee injury, and that's it for them. That's it, yeah. They're, they're, they're done. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. I personally know a guy. Yep. You know, back started hurting. You know, he decided he wasn't going to do anything that made his back hurt. Yep. Doctor agreed with him. Just take it easy. And he's dead. Right. And he's dead. He's dead in a year. Yep. Because the doctor encouraged him to not do anything. And he died. No, you know. Anyway. All right, let's take another one. All right. That was fun. <laughs> Such a cheery. 
topic. Okay, talk to us. Hello, this is uh, Chris. Hey, Chris, what's happening? Hey, not much. Uh, I've been trying to get a hold of you for a while, actually. I'm really glad I could talk to you. Well, good. Here we are talking to one another. So what's going on? So I, I've been doing uh, sorry strength for a while, and uh, uh, I actually got my mom doing it with me. Yeah. And my mom's been getting stronger. And uh, I think my uh, my mom might have a little bit of a thing for you, actually. <laughs> hey, how old is your mom? She's uh, 46. Tell your mom I said hello. <laughs> Well, I was checking out these uh, seminars online, and they're like $800, you know, and I'm thinking maybe uh, I could bring my mom out there with me and we could get a little uh, discount maybe on one of those seminars. Are you pimping your mom out? <laughs> Holy mom. shit, dude. He's pimping his mom. That's pretty cool. I've, I've never heard anyone that blatant. Before. That's amazing. We've pretty, got the it's pretty evil. We've got me. the self-sufficient, self-sufficient lifter camps that are half the money. And uh, you get more personalized attention from Rip. Yeah. She'll have to do a little less, though. <laughs> well, you know, uh, that's... Uh, <laughs> that's kind of, thinking it over. <laughs> let, me, let me discuss this with Nick, and, and we'll get back to you, okay? Yeah, if you could, if you could reach out to me privately, we could talk about yeah, it. Yeah, uh, I'll do that. We're, we're, I'll I'll, right, I'll, I'll reach out to you privately. <laughs> Thank you. All right, bye. He's been wanting to talk to you for a long time. And about, what, <laughs> about, about his mom. Hooking his me mom. up with his mom. Getting a discount <laughs> using the Now, mom. that's a good son. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, God. All right, next. Howdy. Hello. What's happening? How are you? I just got a question. Um, Who are you? What general? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm John from New York. John from New York. All right, John. What's happening? And I just, I just wanted to uh, ask a question about like general medical rules of thumb that you do and don't uh, adhere to, like saturated fat intake. Obviously, we know doctors always say squats are bad for the backs, but do you have any rules that you do follow and rules that you don't follow, and why? Well, I mean, what rules do I follow that the doctors also follow? Is that what you're... Like when the doctor tells you your cholesterol is high, do you immediately... Do I immediately start eating Lipitor? <laughs> right. Is that what you mean? Yeah, because, you know, they say uh, men keep their low, uh, saturated fat intake under 30 grams a day, stuff like that. Well, that's complete bullshit. A total, absolute bullshit. There's never been a study that demonstrates that there is a relationship between dietary saturated fat and cholesterol levels. Did you know that? Doctors say all kinds of stupid shit. There's not one paper anywhere that's ever shown that there is a, a linear relationship between the intake of saturated fat and serum cholesterol levels. None. There's no relationship between the two. That's Ansel Keys bullshit from the 1960s and 70s. It's a it's 
was it was bullshit when it was first published, and it remains bullshit today. Even though the American Dietetics Association refuses to disavow it, it's still bullshit. It's complete and utter bullshit. And to treat a lab value like that in the with a drug like Lipitor in the absence of a disease process is, uh, well, let's see, who makes Lipitor? Is that Pfizer? Merck, I think, is it Pfizer? Merck, Pfizer, some organized criminal gang makes it. It's a, that Lipitor is probably the most. That may be the most widely prescribed medication on earth. I believe I remember seeing something about that. If it's not that, it's Zoloft. It's one of the two, yeah. Pfizer, they're an honorable do you know, group of people. Do you know who the do you know what the largest criminal fine paid in the United States ever was? It's like one point nine eight billion dollars by Pfizer. Pfizer. They have been sued successfully so many fucking times that, that you, you just can't keep track of all of them. Yeah. That they're a criminal gang. They are an absolute criminal gang. And if they manufacture it, you don't need it. <laughs> all right? That's just a, just a general, you know. Yeah. This is a- oh, and you know what else is, is hilarious? You know that Moderna. That maker of one of these stupid goddamn vaccines for this silly ass COVID nineteen thing. You realize that Moderna had to this day, since the thing is not through clinical trials, has yet to produce a vaccine of any type through the process to the market. All the way through from all the way through yeah. from trials to approval to pharmacy. I didn't because know. this is they're operating under that uh, emergency use right. authorization, and it's 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 still an experimental drug. They had not one successful thing they've ever done, and yet here they are, you know, billions of dollars later. Yeah. So oh, I got <laughs> lots of problems with. Uh, well, this is a good question because there, so you've got that you've got that on one side, right? You go to a, a, you go to a doctor's office, and depending on the day of the week and what time you're there, there'll be a drug rep in there with really nice clothes on, you know, with a bunch of free gifts with and lunch, lunch you know. for the office donuts and shit right. like that. So you've got that on one end, and then you've got the fact that your doctor is just a regular human being, just like you and I, and they have their own biases and also will just say things that are conventional wisdom, but they carry the weight of their profession behind them, right? So they, The color of authority. Yeah, so he may say something like, uh, saturated fat is bad for you, but he's just saying that because that's a thing that he heard or believes, not as a doctor, but as a guy who has some fucking conventional wisdom stuck in his head, right? right? Or that squats are bad for your back. So squats there's all kinds of back. shit, you know, and you got to... Um, You've got to be your own. Uh, you, you've got to you've got to treat them as consultants. They're there to yeah. write prescriptions for you, give you their thoughts based on their profession, 
and then you are required to make your own decision. Isn't it interesting that you are in the final analysis responsible for your own ass? Imagine that. (laughs) Isn't it crazy? Uh, I know a kid, had a kid in the gym several years ago, uh, who on the basis of one two-minute consultation with a general practice physician, the GP, left that office with a prescription for Zoloft. Yeah. Now, that's blatant malpractice, but it happens all the time. happens all the time. Absolutely. I mean, you you just have to, these people, all right, your average doctor is one standard deviation above average intelligence, right? I went to school with a bunch of them. They're not particularly bright. They're bright enough to be able to memorize a bunch of shit cheat on on their courses all through pre-med, get into medical school, and somehow get out of medical school. And uh, I, I'm not impressed with lots of them. Now, there are some very, very good doctors. And I know lots of very, very good doctors. But I, the, the bulk of the medical profession is not an impressive bunch of people. And uh, I've, they, they do extremely stupid, counterproductive, harmful things to people all the time. All the time. And this yeah, is, so, this is, this is the responsibility. Control. The patient must assume some responsibility is what I'm trying to tell you. Okay? Right. So then I guess my follow-up question, if I, if I may, is um, so – I don't know if you heard Joe Rogan. He had gotten COVID a couple of days ago and like yeah. threw the kitchen sink at it and like was better in like two or three days, something you know, right. remarkable like that. Right. That's not um, remarkable. And like the stuff he did. That, that, that's not remarkable. Well, yeah. Well, according to CNN, it's remarkable. It's and not it, remarkable. He wanted to See it. Everything CNN tells you is a lie. Everything that comes out of CNN is a bald-faced lie. It is an attempt to manipulate you. That's what CNN's purpose is. It is not remarkable that ivermectin and azithromycin and vitamin D shut down COVID in 36 hours. That's normal. That's, that's the norm when it's, when it's treated like that. That's the norm. Okay? You know what the, the survival rate of COVID-19 infection is? is it's got to be high right now well it's 99.97 percent yeah right now think about that all of this insane bullshit the entire island of australia the continent of australia is being subjected to unspeakable gulag terror over a disease that has killed slightly more 
than a thousand people on a continent with a population of 27 million people. <laughs> it's not. This <laughs> just it boggles the mind. What is going on right now boggles the fucking mind. It it really honestly does. And doctors are participating in this. All right. So you go to your primary care physician and you think you've got a, a bad cold and they swab your nose and it comes back that you've got COVID-19. And you say, well, why don't you write me an ivermectin prescription? And he said, well, I can't do that. There's no evidence that shows that ivermectin uh, is a treatment for COVID-19. Well, there is evidence, all right? He just is not familiar with it. But here's the more important question. Why not give you some ivermectin? What's the downside of treating a person with ivermectin? How many people over the past 30 years have died from ivermectin overdose? Do you know? No, I do not. Well, I don't think there's been anybody that's died of an ivermectin overdose because the LD50, the lethal dose that kills half of a population sample, is, uh, best I understand it, is 15 milligrams per kilo of body weight. Now, you'd have to take about seven tubes of horse wormer to even approach that level of dosing. And, uh, I mean, what's the lethal dose for Tylenol that you can buy at CVS? You know, you can kill yourself with Tylenol, right? With yeah. a With a drug yeah. you bought at the store. You can kill yourself with aspirin. I mean, ivermectin is far safer than either of those two over-the-counter medications, right? Yeah. But... The doctor won't prescribe it, even though it's perfectly safe. And, hell, let's just assume it just might work. We know it does work, but let's assume it might work. Why not write the prescription? Why not? What is the reasoning here? Why not treat it with ivermectin? Hmm. Do you understand that? I, I don't understand it. You know, well, I, but you I talk to those guys and the agenda and, of everybody. Yeah, you talk to these guys and they, they just say, well, because there's no evidence that it works. That's stupid. That's <laughs> stupid. It doesn't matter that there's no evidence. That let's make some evidence that it does work. Write the prescription and see what the fuck happens. Because what is the downside? There right. is no downside. Now is there? I, I yeah this this whole thing is 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 so far beyond weird at this point that 
I, you know, it's just it's, listening to the coverage of uh, Joe Rogan's situation and how they make sure that every time the word ivermectin is used, they also say horse dewormer. It's a horse wormer. <laughs> it's yeah. a horse wormer. Ivermectin. No, it's not a ivermectin horse wormer. Used to deworm it, horses. It happens to be used to deworm horses, but it also happens to be used to deworm people yeah. and has been for 40 billion doses. 2015. And nobody's dead. Yeah. Everybody just got their worms gone. And malaria, right? right? These are for malaria. They, they use, use it for, it for all kinds of all things kinds of in sub-Saharan Africa. <laughs> I it bet, saved the lives of billions of people. I bet all these dudes coming over from Afghanistan, all these interpreters and allies and shit, I bet they're all getting ivermectin on the goddamn plane on the way over. I bet they yeah. are. And, and but but yet here we are. In it, it, see, they wanted Joe Rogan dead so bad. You know, yeah. I hate him too. I wanted him dead. Right, because he keeps bothering me about wanting oh, me to come yeah. on his show. He's annoying. He's yeah. annoying. He, <laughs> he calls me. He keeps calling me, <laughs> wanting me to come on his show. I wanted him to die too, but but he, he th- th- these people wanted him to die from the ivermectin so that they could continue their little bullshit narrative about ivermectin being a horse dewormer. Why that stuff will kill you? Why no? It. How many people have died? How many people have died? Those of you fools out there that are yelling and screaming about taking a horse deal. How many people has it killed? How many people has it killed? Give us the number. Every time I ask that, there is total fucking silence. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, that's enough of that. I agree. I agree. Thanks for the call, man. So... I don't even remember. I, the I just got. <laughs> no, he wanted to know about conventional wisdom. Uh, you know, conventional wisdom. <laughs> and, you know, I think that was a perfectly appropriate digression into a rant. <laughs> the rant. Yep. All right. So let's, uh, let's keep rolling. Let's keep rolling, man. Let's keep doing it. Let's do it. What a good time we're having here this afternoon. And you get to participate. What's your name? Hey, it's Fred Houts. I'm a very, very good doctor in Minneapolis. Fred? Is that what yeah. you Fred? I've given myself never a permission to not do power clean since you threw your hands up when I attended your seminar December of 2018. <laughs> right. All right. Well, if you're an old guy, don't do power cleans. All right. Um, um, so, yeah, on the fountain in Middle <laughs> East, so I had a happy accident. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm 44. So for my 44th birthday, I had this crazy idea. I wanted to do a 444-pound deadlift, and I had a happy accident where I strained my adductor at Costco uh, loading a cart with water. Oh, that's, and so that's embarrassing. Jesus. It's, it, was, it was ignominious, yeah. So did I you, uh, had did, to deload. Did, did anybody see that happen? Well, everybody was wearing masks, so no. I don't know. Nobody oh, thought okay, it happened, anyway. but I yeah, felt good. it, and I knew exactly right. what it was. All right, right. I knew, I've, so, so the funniest part was I had a squat PR three days before that right. at a three seventy five double, mm-hmm. and then Andy Baker had to deload my squat to like the bar the following right. week. But what I found was that I, I put you know well over twenty pounds onto my deadlift, 
deloading the squat. And I'm pretty sure that's a common experience, but I can't really find any way to quantify that if I want to set another birthday deadlift next year. Well, uh, here's the situation. You're not going to really feel an adductor strain in a deadlift because of the narrow stance. Right. And and that that was your experience. And it could very well be that the the release of the training load off of the squat while you were rehabbing that thing freed up some resources for the deadlift. So, you know, that's a if you want to do a four forty four PR for your birthday, uh, why don't you just not squat for two workouts? prior to that deadlift attempt and see what happens. I did it. And I did 444 for four. When oh, you got it. I was oh, I see. Yeah. It. I got four, but I got 444 for four, really surprising myself. So, so the, the squat deload was really remarkable. So what are we even talking about then? Fred, what, what I'm what, talking about is, so there's, there's these, there's these, um, you know, you've, you've had these meets that are deadlift only meets. Right. And well, no, we haven't had a deadlift meet, only meet. We've never run a oh, deadlift okay. only meet. Those are for pussies. The, the, yeah, we don't. You know. The former the former starting strength gym in San Diego had one. And so my question well, is, is, is my there fault. some sort of tapering? <laughs> I know, but is there some? It, so, okay, but my question was, is there any, is it all empirical or is there any protocol set up for tapering a squat? In for a deadlift, a deadlift only meet. Room? Couple yeah. workouts, just like I, I said. Like I said, just, yeah, just a couple workouts. lay off your let your. The, the two squat workouts prior to the deadlift PR. Oh, okay. That's that's all you need to do. That's all I want to know. Yeah. The main reason I don't prescribe ivermectin is if I do, I'll get a lot more patients that are wanting ivermectin. Oh, and that'd be that's terrible to have more business, wouldn't it? Well, we can't I have that. business out of my ears. We can't. I know. Can't. <laughs> I'd rather prescribe sertraline. All right. Thanks, gentlemen. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, the reason he doesn't prescribe ivermectin <laughs> is because the his county medical association will hammer his ass. Yeah. It's the politics. It's the politics. All right, go ahead. Who's next? Who be next? Hello. 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 Hello? Yeah. Hello. Hi, uh, Mark. Yes, that's me. You did call. Oh, right. You sound so much different on the phone. <laughs> what? <laughs> different than what? Than than the man I hear through the computer. I had you in the. Uh, I had I had you in my earphones. And oh, it must be the speakers. The yeah, <laughs> it's the speakers. Uh, Takes out I all the speak with you. My name is Nick. I'm from Canada. Nick from and, Canada. Uh, considering uh, you only have one SSC in Canada, I'm sure you think we're slow like maple syrup. So you're just gonna have to bear with me. Well, it, the situation in Canada is you're not allowed to travel, are you? Uh. Uh, well, it depends because it's like remember when the borders opened up and Americans could co- come over, Canadians couldn't go, even interprovincially. It depends. Like Alberta is, let's say, our version of Texas, right? So Jason Keeney was, you know, against lockdowns, all that stuff. But you know, his his COVID numbers spiked. Meanwhile, I'm in Ontario, and uh, you know, had uh, you know lockdowns with that. It's just, right. It's, 
you know, and it must be a terrible situation up there with like two thirds of your friends dead of COVID nineteen. I mean, you look around. Oh no! Bodies are piled up. Mass graves are being resorted to. You know, it's just a terrible. So thankfully, we forwent all that with with the lockdowns and stuff. It's still not something I like. It's just right. one of one of the issues there was uh, there was no uh, domestic production capability since Canada relies so much on just importing things in. Right. So for the longest time, we just weren't getting uh, vaccine doses, all that stuff. I know. I know you're not a vaccine guy. Well, that's because it's know? not because it's not a vaccine. You need to look into this. Yeah, man. I haven't gotten it. I, I I haven't gotten it yet. Like you know, my yeah. my friends have. You know, the ones that work in hospitals, schools, whatever. Or just you, you um, know, I'm there's a very I'm high percentage of very high percentage of healthcare workers are refusing the vaccine. Yeah, because and then now they, they want to see what like, happens. Uh, passports for for travel and everything. It's uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a, yeah, it's uh, the the name for what you're seeing here is is called totalitarianism, and it's the latest. Yeah, it's the latest yeah. fad. Okay. Uh, it's uh, it's it's weird that there were all those anti-vaxxers people used to make fun of putting right. out these like crazy posters, and it turns out. They're kind of right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially when this is not a vaccine. <laughs> Look, the small yeah, pa- smallpox vaccine was a really good idea because small, smallpox killed motherfuckers. Polio. Polio vaccine was a real good idea because it crippled motherfuckers. Well, this, this, this does kill people. It's just uh, I know, I, this I know is you're killing saying it's a people. 99.97 survivability, this, this, no percentage survivability. 90, 99.97% survival of, of an infection does not require a vaccine. And thankfully, right. we don't have a vaccine because that's not what this shit is. All right. So, 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 just for you know, advocatus diaboli or whatever, the lockdown, which you know, like it's not stuff I like, but the measures they've instituted work because no, over the don't. past winter, no, they don't. Well, so over the past over the past winter, Mark, um, um, the seasonal flu, right, was pretty much non-existent. You, so, you know, so, well, so that's the like, seasonal you know, the flu was not diagnosed. No, the seasonal flu was not diagnosed. Now, why do you think that might be? Well, this is, this is my question. So anytime it's, it's flu season, we should stay indoors. Anytime it's cold season, we should stay indoors. Anytime hay fever is going around. We need to lock, lock now, down every we, single time. Because someone might get not, sick. I'm not, I'm not trying to justify it. I'm not, but, I'm not trying to justify but you are. measures or anything like that. <laughs> right. So here's the thing, like, I don't, I don't agree with this stuff, but I'm saying that even though you, you, you may not agree with the totalitarian nature, like, based <laughs> no off of what they No, no, do. I don't agree with the totalitarian nature <laughs> of the response. Yeah. And, well, and you do. Look, I've, I've, no, 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 I don't, but I have seen some disturbing things where it's like, I live in a very, uh, there's a lot of Chinese people where I live, and I saw a CCP flag flying in the plaza a while ago. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know. It's not there anymore, but... 
the end so, the, the end result yeah, of all yeah. this is uh is that everybody fucking hates each other that's the that's the ultimate end result of this and that's and if you want. get if yeah. you get everybody fighting each other, to each other judge each other for it it's uh if you get everybody you know, having but, these having these ridiculous arguments online and in person uh and and having eight dollar an hour employees yelling at other people to get the fuck out of their store because they're not wearing a mask you're creating a situation where you can do whatever you want. You know, if you're you're, you're putting masks on five year old children, what are you doing to these kids? You you have no one's thought about that now, have they? No one has thought about the psychological damage that you do to five year old children when you make them afraid of everyone else. This is no, no. Well, I have I have heard stuff about that. Like, let's say, you know, the school closures and all that stuff. And uh, like it's been reported on. It's just not necessarily a point like, you know, alcohol abuse went up. Sure. Uh, domestic violence sure. issues. Uh, sure. And, and, and what does it accomplish? You realize, of course, that there's no way to stop the spread of a virus. The reaction to the virus, I you, will say, has probably ruined more lives than the fucking virus. Oh God, incalculably more. You, you, but, but, address my point. You, you cannot stop the transmission of a virus. You can't do it with masks. You can't do it with lockdowns. You can't do it with fake vaccines, as the as the numbers from Israel have demonstrated quite graphically. You cannot stop this shit with a virus, with a vaccine that's not really a vaccine because it doesn't work. And even if it does, keep in mind, it doesn't kill enough people to warrant any of these measures that have been taken. So why are they being taken? So let's look. I just wake up in the morning, and then I remember I live in COVID times. Right. And you just have surrendered to it. I understand. I understand. Well, I haven't surrendered to it. It's just that yeah, I, I had to work through COVID. Like I was, you know, like I I, I had a you know a job that required me to be in public since right. since the beginning of COVID. Anyone anyone that complains about quote unquote lifting with a mask, I did a physical job for ten to twelve hours a day, li- lifting with a mask. Right, with so, reduced O2 sat and increased CO2 level. Right. Sure. Yeah. But it was necessary. It was necessary because the mask signaled your willingness to comply. It didn't do a goddamn thing to prevent the transmission of the virus, but it did effectively signal your willingness to comply. And that's what it's for. And that's all it's for. Thanks for your. The mask work. All right. I don't know what his question was. He, he I don't didn't have either. a question. He just he just wanted to talk about COVID. I guess. He, <laughs> I like how he argued for all the bad things that are happening, but yeah. so he doesn't agree with them. But he doesn't agree with them. I don't understand that. Oh, he's making excuses for his own behavior. Is what he's doing. All right. All right. Howdy, duty. Talk to us. Hey, Rip. Please, no medical questions. Uh, one but it's not like the ones that we've been discussing who are you 
Uh, I'm Austin from South Carolina. Austin from South Carolina. Moving south. That's good. Yes. We've had a New Jersey, Canada, New York. That's good. Let's move south a little yeah, bit. Yeah, let's go. Let's talk to North. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're getting a lot of those in our state, actually. I bet. A lot yeah. of New Jersey and New York plays. It's called Escape. <laughs> <clears throat> so what's going um, on? Quick question. So I am in the middle of my linear progression, mm-hmm. and a few weeks ago I was squatting 295, and on my second rep, I felt a really intense pain in the back of my head and in my neck. Mm-hmm. And so I racked the weight, and it, it stayed for a while, um, probably for four or five hours. So I thought, okay, maybe this is an exertional thing. So I made sure I was well hydrated the next time. I, I increased my salt intake because I heard that could help. And I tried 295 again, and, and by the second rep, it happened again. And so I was what a little nervous. What are you doing with your, with your neck when you're, when you're squatting? Are you throwing your head back into cervical overextension? I, I don't believe so. Do you have a video? I, I haven't filmed myself. You no, need to video that. I haven't that. done that yet. You need to video that. Okay. You may be hurting yourself with your movement pattern. Uh, yeah, I have, now, I have a client. Um, you you saw Wyatt. Yeah, he, he refuses. He does the same damn yeah, thing, he, and he doesn't know he's doing it because if he did, he wouldn't. But he's just so focused on that heavy yeah. weight on his back, he's throwing his head back as hard as he can when he's coming out of the hole, and he's going to end up hurting himself. Yeah, he's going to end up hurting his neck. But uh, in a situation like this, uh, where you've got a headache as a result of this, uh, it would be stupid of me to not tell you to go get it looked at because if you happen to have a defect in there or something else is going on and you just try to train through it and ignore it you you may be not doing the right thing so if i were you i'd go get it looked at and uh, okay only it, it only happens on squat not on press deadlift yeah, I, so right now I'm I'm pressing 165, and I don't have any issues when I do that. Well, and so, you know, most people can't um, throw their yeah, head around just, like that on a press. Yep. You know, uh, it, it could be your squat, but it could be something else. So go get it looked at. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks. Sounds good. Okay. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Good day. He said good day. <laughs> did you say good day, mate? Yes, I'm from Australia. Oh, oh you yes, poor I did. bastard. God almighty. Yes, I'm from Chinese Republic of Australia. Yeah. Chinese Republic. <laughs> right. You better not say that, man. They're going to come for you now. Are they monitoring oh, look, your phone calls yet? Most... Oh, look, I think they've been doing that for years. What are we the most spied on country in the world, I believe? Could be. Among other things. Could be. Yeah. Are you in Australia now? Yeah, sorry. Well, they can't leave, so yeah, yeah he's in Yes, Australia. unfortunately. Yeah. Is it yeah, as bad so as is it I'm as bad in... as they make it seem on uh, TV here? I mean, are, uh, are where you, in Australia in are you? Are you in, are you south? No, no, I'm, I'm in the north. I'm I'm a little luckier than some of those bastards you see on the TV. Yeah. Um. So there. All the, all the news you're seeing would be people down in uh, our lowest state. Melbourne and, and, and Sydney is what we're all right. seeing. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen I've seen the footage from 
your your point of view too on your news. And um, it's pretty scary, honestly, to see how Australia is portrayed in other people's eyes now because we never used to be like that. It's really quite no, frightening no, to see Australia how... Australia used to be regarded as a wonderful now. place, you know. But uh, And it was. It was, it was one of the best places. It was so good. And, uh, and even here I am, I'm in a northern state. I'm in, in Queensland, right? So where right. the rest of Australia regard us as rednecks. Right. And, you know, we're just... <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's just, up here and whatever you're, else, you know. You're almost like Texans, right? Floridans. Floridians. Well, I Oklahomans. Think we're the closest thing you're going to get. Yeah, we're probably the closest thing you're going to get. Right. Like, you know, we still believe it's okay to have, you know, the occasional gun and you should probably still be allowed to let your kid go out and play in the dirt, Occasional. you know, just normal stuff like that. But, right. It all went to know. shit when Steve Irwin. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> I guess, like, like, compared to what you would think of Australia, my childhood was I grew up with guns. I grew up on a massive farm. I grew up with guns. I right. learned how to shoot a little twenty two rifle as a five-year-old. Right. You know, I actually got to have a childhood, right? So, right. Maybe not quite as bad as some, but, um, yes, but... Uh, it's all, uh, all gone down the shit of these days, even for us up here, you know, like we're still, you know, all our, all our premiers, which would be the equivalent of your governors. Yeah. I mean, they're all just as, you know, they're all pretty batshit insane and they're loving well, what they're doing. Obviously. No, they're, 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 really they're, not, they're, all they're not insane. They're doing exactly what totalitarians and authoritarians always do. They are seizing an well, opportunity. They're doing exactly as they're told. That's, so I think it's, I mean, I, it's horrifying, right? You look at how everything, everything seems so coordinated around the world, doesn't it, Rick? You know, it's all yep. the, um, look, man, you yeah, you have our sympathy. The same bullshit. We we have been watching this, yeah, no. and uh, this is a, uh, you know, Australia is a, a, a shining example of what not to do. And I'm, oh, I'm, yeah, exactly. we all, yeah. look, oh, I 100% we, agree with you. we fuck with you guys down there because of your fucked up government. But I mean, this is, this is bad for the people of Australia. This is, I mean, you guys don't deserve this shit, but the problem is, no, no. the problem is you let them disarm you. And anytime yeah, the right. government wants fun. to take away your guns, you need to say why a government that is not afraid of its people is a government that will become a totalitarian government they are afraid oh, of us yeah, 100% yeah yeah i know i know my uh, my boss is I saw something on the on yeah. the news the other day. That guy down in Victoria, they came to the guy's house and arrested him for some bullshit reason, and uh, because he like said something wrong, and uh, you know the uh, yeah, the news reporter said yeah, well, he was he was happy to comply with the officers that were arresting him, but he was he was confused. Happy to comply 
with being arrested for nothing? Well, they've got yeah. you right where they want you. If, <laughs> if you're happy to yeah, comply. Yeah. I mean, I'm only young, right? I'm only 30, what, 34 now. And I mean, I can tell you when I was a kid, um, you couldn't have pulled this off with people. Like, even even like 25 years ago, right? No. I mean, you would have tried this game and like, you know, my old my father and every other adult I would have ever known would have told everyone to go get fucked. Yeah. We, right? we won't stand but, for uh, it. If something happened. There are places in the United States that would stand for it, you know, and those are the places that are run by the democrat party that you know the the cities where the riots all took place that nobody did anything about those people will stand for it portland they'll stand for it they're yeah, happy happy to comply but but here in yeah, texas you know, we're just, i'm sorry we're not gonna i'm sorry we're just we're not gonna agree to be fucked with like that and uh it's just and, and they're not gonna fuck with us like that they won't do it they won't do it no, I know. I've, I've seen some of the things that um, get said over there. I mean, what are you, you guys must be one of the last small bastions of freedom left on the planet right now. Yeah. You know, unless you want to count, like, I don't know, some weird places like Greenland or Switzerland where they just, no one gives a shit about them, so they don't give a shit about anything no, else. No, Switzerland's but... as big a mess as anything else. Switzerland yeah, is as big a not. mess as, as, as every place. I don't know what the hell's going on in Greenland, but except it's snowing. I do know it's snowing, but, uh, they, uh, they're in a, <laughs> I that's all ever did there anyway. they may be in a bad situation as well, but it's just, uh, Oh, I'm, you know, there are places that, that are probably okay. But I will tell you this, it is, I, I, I believe that it's okay to leave your house in North Korea. Yeah. Oh, you I know. know. I know the, 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 par- the parallels that, um, you look at these countries that we used to shit on and how they actually can do more than we can now in Australia yeah. is fucking bullshit. Yeah, I know. There's it's no a, other way to describe it. And, and it I don't know. Fucking here, bullshit. I mean, it, you're, you're right, but the, it, what can you do about it? That's the question. What well, can you do about it? Well, that's the question my friend and I have been talking to each other about too, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think there's much that we could do to change anything in Australia, and I think that is probably wasted effort because Australians. Okay, I'll tell you why Australians are so compliant. Right, Australia suffers from two very, very poor attitudes. One is called the "she'll be right" attitude. Right, it's a saying in Australia that's been said since the dawn of time. She'll be right. You know, you build something. Say, on your say that again, slower. Because right. I'm not understanding okay, the so phrase. Ah, uh, sorry, we talk very fast. Uh, she'll be right. She'll be right. Just, like everything in Australia, yeah. And in Australia, we just shorten everything really quickly, so it just becomes she be right. she be right. Which means everything will be okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, you, you know, say I'm on my farm and I'm working away on my tractor and I, you know, ah, oh, fuck it, she'll be right, that'll do. Good enough, rough enough. Right. It's fine, it'll do the job. Right. Right, and that attitude gets taken over in everything in life, you know. Government says, oh, we're going to take away your guns. Ah, oh, fuck, it should be right. You know, it'll be right. It'll right. work. It'll be okay. Yeah, everything will be and all right. I mean, end. after all, what are they going to do? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. That is exactly right. That's how it works every time, right? Yeah, it should be right. right. It should be right. And then the other one is, 
which and these two work together in tandem. Right? We Australia is the worst in on the planet for tall poppy syndrome. For right, anyone out does their peers and then tall poppy syndrome. Tall so when poppy one poppy syndrome. grows above the other poppies, yeah, it, it comes from one. If one flower, one poppy grows above the other, the other kill it. Right. So if anyone in Australia ever stands out for any reason, you know, we do better than those around us. You watch, you see a neighbour and he's got a greener lawn than you. Well, fuck that guy, you know. Right. Fuck him. He's an asshole. He's doing better than me. He don't fucking right. deserve that. Yeah, it's that's well, it's a, the, uh, that's it's a like collectivist the, attitude, and uh, yeah, you know, there are a lot of countries yeah, that have been that way for a very, very long time, and uh, stand yeah, out want, individuals know, are discouraged. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we don't like to see others do better than us because, you know, that means they try hard. Do you raise gerbils? Yeah. What is that noise? Oh, those are my chickens. Chickens. <laughs> those are your chickens? Yeah, I'm my, getting my chickens. I, got a few bro- I have a few broody hens who are sitting in the boxes and getting them out. Well, that's cute. That got, Bree, that got Bree's interest. <laughs> Bree likes birds. She immediately Bree's knew. a chicken lady, is she? She can tell what color they are <laughs> just by listening to them make little clucking noises. Yeah, I should send some photos, put them on the board. I mean, I, I do keep it. I'm just a massive long-time worker on your board, but I don't uh, get on. I should probably just put some chicken photos up just for Bree. She can have a look at all my bantams. Yes, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, she talks. Uh, well, 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 there you go. You know, Thanks, I'll tell so you. You, you want to do it. Sorry. You guys... Uh, <laughs> You, we want you to know that you have our sympathy. We want you to know that we understand that not everybody in Australia is a fucking pussy. Okay, but just most of them. You're in a situation. <laughs> Look, I would deny most of them are. Yeah, most yeah. of them here are too. Okay, but we're in the in in the enviable position of being the most heavily armed society in the history of the world. We, there are, there are estimates of 400 million guns in the possession of people in the United States, 400 million guns. And you know, there are, uh, you know, a lot of those guns, as it turns out, are in Chicago. <laughs> like 90 people a weekend are killed in Chicago. And nobody does anything about that. Yeah, but of course, the, but we're the problem. But we're the problem down here in the South. We're the problem, right? White supremacists. Yeah. Domestic terrorists. Domestic terrorism, white supremacy, yeah. all that shit. Right? Us Texans, right? <laughs> Oklahomans, we're the problem. But we understand that you guys are are in a in a you know not everybody in Australia is a fucking pussy. All right. So, but I just uh, don't back know. Years, that was genuinely tough people. I don't know how you get out of this situation. I don't know. The, the next the, the step is they will cancel the elections. That's the next thing they'll have to do. They will cancel the uh, elections. Look, if, if you want to hear how bullshit our elections are, right, our elections, if you have to, right, it's, it has to be a piece of pencil on paper, right? If you use pen, they reckon that your vote is invalid. 
<laughs> why do you have to use a piece? All right. Why do you have to use a piece of pencil on paper like this? Well, because to pencils can be erased. Pencils can be erased. Exactly right. I mean, like, if you ask me, our elections have been bullshit since the fucking dawn of time. Yeah. I mean, how can, why would anyone with the ability to have that much power over people ever make sure that the people have the ability to change that? No, they Honestly. won't. They won't. They won't. Exactly right. And, right. uh, and, what, and know, every I mean, in Australia, there are go, questions oh, here. Election, you know, we'll do something about this. I mean, we don't know no. if we're going to get to have our elections next year either. Our last one didn't matter. Our last one didn't make any difference. You know. Well, I don't think any of it has made a difference. You, you might get a different face up on the screen, but they all still. Oh, they're all the same psychopaths. There's no doubt about it. But. Uh, yeah. You know, at least you need a different group of psychopaths every once in a while. Change out your psychopaths like you change off your out your socks. So you just you know <laughs> you you've just got to. I but I don't know, I don't know. You know that I do know that an armed society is a polite society, and uh, yes, I imagine it would be. I honestly would. I can imagine it, how much more friendly people would feel that they need to be. Yes. We we uh, <laughs> have a new law in Texas. It just went into effect September the 1st. And it is, it is what is referred to as constitutional carry. In other words, every law-abiding citizen that does not have warrants out on them or anything can carry a pistol, either openly or concealed, for whatever the reason they want. Right now, I saw that. every I time that and every time they they talk about this, the 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 left always says, "Oh, it's going to be a bloodbath. It's, it's the wild west. There's going to be a shootout, and it it never ever happens. It never works that way. It never has worked that way. We've had con- the, the concealed carry law for for twenty years." We had open carry for the last five years. Nobody open carries because that's stupid. It is dumb. It's stupid. Nobody well, does it. But we, there have been guns <laughs> all over everywhere, and nobody – the primary effect of everybody in Texas carrying a gun is that there's no such thing as carjacking in Texas. Because that's a real good way to get yourself killed. All right? So – and there's well, lots the, of states the in the United like, States. Yeah. Look, okay, I'll show you some point of view of crime from Australia, right? So I live in a, a town called Ipswich, right? Ipswich is regarded as a pretty shit place, right? You know, the rougher people out here. You know, I tell someone from somewhere else where I live and they look at me and go, whoa, you must be pretty tough. I think, oh, I don't know about that. But <laughs> so it, it's got that reputation, right, for a bit of a rough town, a bit more crime, you know, just you know, lower end of society sort of people. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so I go around town, I, I do, I run a small business where I just, you know, I do repairs on people's homes for them. And I walk into people's homes, you know, and I, I walk through the front door, they lock the door behind me. We walk to the next room, they lock the next door we walk through, right? Because they're worried, you know, someone will walk into the house and rob them while they're in it, right? And I, and I, and I have wondered to myself, you know, because it doesn't, like, I'm never stressed about it. I don't give a shit. I mean, I walk around my garage doors open, my front door open, I'm in the backyard doing whatever I'm doing. It doesn't, doesn't concern me, right? Because I always think, well, if someone was actually dumb enough to walk in my house, well, I mean, what's that guy going to have? A knife? 
Well, I'm in my backyard with a fucking power tool, you know. I just put a drill through your head, you know, you asshole. <laughs> kind of thing like we're on equal terms. You know, we're on equal terms. You know, I'm a young man. I spent a few years in the army. Uh, you know, I do starting strength. I keep fit. You know, I think I've got at least an okay chance of getting in a fist fight with another idiot, right? It's done right. with me who's decided to walk into someone's house, right? <laughs> Right. But they, they're not really looking for people like me, right? Because people like me might, might actually stand up for them, right? They don't look for young men as targets. So what they're no. looking for is middle-aged women or old ladies, right? And I often wonder, right? Middle-aged old women, old ladies who would actually benefit from having a gun. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. I can imagine how much better they feel. They just got that big, big lump of cold steel tip in their hand. Just going, just try to come through right. my door, you little chick. You know, right. like, yeah, lady, you shoot that bastard, you know? <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, but um, because of that, right, that, that is how crime operates. They just wait till you walk into the, the back back of the house, right? They just, they just walk in, they just look for women's houses, and they just wait till you walk into the back room of the house, and they walk in the front room of the house, right? Well, people are still in the house. Right. Well. And because there is very little thing to be had, is there? What are you afraid of? You know, unless you are unlucky enough to come across you know, a house with some young, dumb bastard like me who's going to turn and go, well, fuck you. I'm going to try and punch you in the head now. You know, and they're going to go, oh, shit, I'm actually going to put in effort. Like, shit, I can't just walk in and out now and some asshole wants to smack me in the face and I'm going to, you know, like, they don't want to put in that effort, right? Criminals by nature are probably fairly lazy. That's why they try to just go steal shit rather than work for it. So, right. You know, yeah, that's, what just the shit. that's why not, they do the, what they do. It's fear of getting hurt that puts them off. Yeah, so, but it's not, you know, but they're only... We're not doing it out of fear of getting hurt. He's doing it out of fear of Yeah. <laughs> All right. Man. So, anyway, anyway, man, are uh, you, you guys? Well, uh, well, all right. So we, we got to take another call. But what? But let me right, just reiterate sorry, sorry. to you that you guys have our sympathy, and I hope you figure out a way out of this fucking mess that you've gotten yourselves into, because you're important to the world and we want this to be a lot better than it is okay thanks for the call and post your hey, chickens later chickens. man that guy's bored i yeah. like him though of course he's bored poor guy he's locked in his fucking house yeah, what would else you be bored do? what would you how I, long would you how hard would you fight to stay i'd on call the, phone, the starting huh? strength radio and try to get rip on the <coughs> phone for as long as possible yeah I All right, Tim. We got one more guy holding. All right, one gal. more. That's enough. This has gotten long and boring and shit. So I don't think we've answered do. any lifting questions. <laughs> there was zero. Questions. Well, we had a couple, but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's Hello? see what this one is. Hello. Hey guys, how you doing? Good. Who's this? Is, this? Uh, Spencer from California. Spencer, oh, Spencer from California. The other. Ah, oh, we were so close. Yeah. Behind enemy lines. Yeah. I had a question about uh, potassium. Uh, I can't drink V8 because it'll just uh, induce vomit. So Why? As, as you don't like V8? I can't have tomato. It's just a acid reflux kind of thing. Well, that's true. I mean, that's that. it, it is acid as hell. Uh, so yeah. you're worried about a source of potassium? Yeah. All right, let me tell you what to do. There is for sale on Amazon uh, potassium citrate. You can buy it by the pound on Amazon. Potassium citrate comes in a little plastic bag. 
It's very, very cheap. Okay. And while you're buying the potassium citrate on Amazon, you uh, also buy some little quarter teaspoon uh, scoops. They have those for sale, too. All right. And what you'll do is you'll take about an eighth of a teaspoon of that potassium citrate powder, just throw it back in your mouth and, and wash it down with water. And that's gonna that supplies uh-huh. quite a bit of potassium. Uh, I, like I don't like the way V eight tastes myself. I I don't yeah. like the the other shit that's in V eight. I don't mind tomato juice, but I don't I don't like the way V eight tastes. But the spicy V eight's pretty good. Now Ooh. do you know what a red draw is? <laughs> a red draw? A red draw. Never heard of it. This is your lucky day. (laughs) All right? This is what you do. You take a can of tomato juice. And you take a, oh, let's say you take a uh, 16-ounce glass. And you pour about a fourth of that glass of tomato juice. And then you take a cheap beer and pour it in on top of the tomato juice and mix it up. And then you put about five shots of Tabasco sauce in it. Did I say that right? You did. did. Tabasco sauce. (laughs) Tabasco sauce. I'm sorry, I mispronounced it. (laughs) Tabasco sauce. And you put that in there and stir it up and there's your potassium. And it's good. Where in California, see California. One of the most serious problems with California is the absence Tell of me. red draws. So you go in a All right. in a bar here in North Texas. Every bar in North Texas make you red draw, and red draw's good. If you go to Dallas, it's will they good. know what a red draw is? Is it different than a yeah. michelada? Is it different than a what? Uh, michelada. I don't know what that is. It's close. Like a. It's it's very close. Like a. It's a. I don't know. It's fucking. I think it's clamato or something in beer. Yeah. Well, the 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 best red draw used to be made with Snappy Tom, but they've changed the recipe for Snappy Tom, and it's not any good right now. But I'll tell you, the best red draw is made with uh, Zing Zang Bloody Mary mix. Which is mainly right. tomato juice, but it's got some Worcestershire sauce in it and some other stuff. Zing Zang Bloody Mary mix. It's te- but you can make it with tomato juice, just Campbell's tomato juice. And uh, all right, it, but it's a it's a it's a four to it's a three to one ratio, three parts beer, one part tomato juice. And there all is. Right. Your, I might do a little more beer. You just said, but, but uh, like I thought you parts. were interested in the potassium. He said he can't drink tomato. Well, yeah, but I. He I can drink it, it with beer. <laughs> <laughs> he never had it like this. He owes it to himself to try. <laughs> the beer neutralizes it. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. No, it, no won't, it won't. It won't upset your stomach if you put Coors Light or something <laughs> shit like that in it. You will not vomit. <laughs> can you overdo potassium with your? 
I don't. Is it like magnesium where you shit yourself if you do too much? Hyper, hyper <laughs> kalemia is a very rare condition. Yep. And it would be caused by medications that cause you to uh, not excrete potassium. All right. Now, there are some medications that, that have that effect, but you your kidneys will dump potassium. Right. I've, I don't know of a doctor that's ever treated uh, hyperkalemia, which is what it would be called, uh, an overdose of potassium with that wasn't caused by other medications. So, no, you can't really... You can't really do too much potassium. Uh, but low levels of potassium are a bad deal. So, you know, when in doubt, have another yeah. red rock. <laughs> All right, man. Enjoy that. All Thanks right. for the call. Thanks. All right. Well, would you mind? Hey, let's go get a red draw. Would you mind? Uh, it's the middle of the afternoon. Is it too early? You know what you need to do, Rip, is tell us the actual pronunciation for Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. It's you know, Worcestershire. Some people just say Worcestershire sauce. They just, Wor- they just Worcestershire. That's just because I can't pronounce it. I've heard it pronounced as quickly as possible. Worcestershire sauce. But next, next I always podcast, heard it we got a call. Daddy always called it Worcestershire. What was the stuff that you said, the uh, English sauce that was oh, it's similar? HP. HP sauce. HP is similar to A1. Oh, A1. Yeah, yeah. It's similar thing. to yeah. A1. HP is good. It's far better than A1. Yeah, HP was good. It's uh, What did we put that on, the salmon patties? Yeah. It yeah. Tasty. God, it's, it's good on everything. It's just, it's that's fabulous shit. Can you order that yeah. Amazon? Yeah. HP you sauce. sure can. Right. HP sauce. Wonderful, wonderful thing the Brits have invented. And, and I, you know, the, the they've changed the recipe for A1 over the years, and that's primarily made with raisins, I think, now. But HP sauce, I think, is tamarind-based. It's it's based on tamarind paste, and it's got a bunch of other stuff in it. But, man, that stuff's good. Ooh, HP sauce. Can't say enough good things about it. But see, now what you've got to do, if you want some, you're going to have to go on uh, Amazon and order it right now because even as we speak, all these guys on the live feed are going to, you know. That's right. I'm ordering some Buying up all of the HP. So. uh, Oh, there it is. There you go. Get the jug. Three pack for 16 bucks. Just get the jug. I don't think it comes in a jug. It does. I'm looking at it. Two liter jug. A two-liter jug of HP, what's it worth, $300? $28. Get it. <laughs> Get it. Get it. That's a good deal. Done. So, anyway. I bet that'd be good on a burger. Anything else you guys want to talk about? No. Bree, you want to talk about a bird of some sort? No. Chickened no. out. No. <laughs> she chickened out. I get it. I see what chickened she Chickened out, she I said. She even did. joked. Yeah. That's pretty funny. She... I've developed a sense of humor. That's the first time I've ever heard her tell a joke. Even a bad one like that. (laughs) Chicken, though. The only time she's funny is when she's pissed off at Rusty. Yeah. Which is like every day. Every day. I don't get it. (laughs) You don't get what? Why she's mad at me all the time. Because you're a dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. We're mad at you, too. I hardly hardly talk to her. That's because she won't talk back. I, I walk in, I say, hey, Bree. And she goes. 
I want to go hang she with my bird. She does the same thing. I need to hang with my bird. She does the same thing to me. Bree, you want to go to lunch? I'm good. <laughs> Buy your lunch? Nah, I'm good. Have a paste to eat at the house. Yeah. I've got paste. She got a new blender. <laughs> got a new Gotta blender. Got to test it out. Takes white rice, mixes it up with some flour, <laughs> some whey protein, a little bit of salt, chicken breast, chicken breast oh, ooh, splurge, yeah. Adds a chicken breast didn't for she spice. Make a, did she make a cauliflower milkshake before? Yes. Ugh. Oh my God, a cauliflower milkshake. And she was, was it, shocked did it didn't taste good. The cauliflower or, or raw? It was frozen cooked. Frozen cooked cauliflower. She was yeah. shocked it didn't taste good. <laughs> She came in and she goes, it didn't taste very good. I would imagine it made you fart real bad, too, didn't Because that shit's hard to digest, as they say. Am I saying that correctly? Digest? Yeah, that'll work. It's not digest. Oh. Who do we yes. call for that? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know. Get Avery Island on the phone again. <laughs> All right, thanks for being here with us. Uh, We'll see you next week right here on Starting Strength Radio.